Hello, friends. Welcome to the Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton. And today I am so excited to talk to you about the importance of not stereotyping personality types. Um, I think a lot of people think that personality types are stereotypes, but I think it's a little bit of a misnomer. I think what happens is that people stereotype people using personality but we don't need personality types and descriptions to stereotype people. We stereotype people without that. It's just a tool that people use to continue stereotyping people. And I think it really limits the potential of the tool and its abuse of the tool. And it's just a really bad way to approach people in life and to love people well. So this morning, I was thinking about um, when I first was learning about the Enneagram, I... Uh, I, I took a test uh, a few years ago, and I think I tested it as a three. And uh, I read the description. I was like, this is not me at all, because it wasn't. And then a few years later, my husband had been listening to a podcast, and he heard uh, a description of all the types. And he told me, hey, I was listening to the Enneagram today, and you know, I really think that you might be a seven. You should look it up. And so I looked it up, and I read the description, and I had never found <laughs> anything that described me quite the way um, the Enneagram had. And it touched on things that were definitely true about me, but I wouldn't have been able to know or be aware of to describe to other people until the Enneagram gave me language to do that. Well, a few months later, I, I, you know, I met a friend at school that uh, had gotten into the Enneagram as well. And like we met up to talk about it. And she became convinced that I was a one. Like she texted me after we met, was like, hey, you know, I really just think you should pray about the fact that you're one. <laughs> and I was like so frustrated. And I realized, you know, sevens go to one in stress. And I, you know, mostly was in the classroom with her. And in that setting, I'm way more serious than I am when I'm at home with my family or with my close friends. So because of that, I presented more one qualities than who I am at my core. And so uh, it was really fun this year at Thanksgiving. I didn't know uh, my husband's family, uh, his extended family had gotten into the Enneagram. And his aunt walked up to me and was like, oh, hey, so you're a seven, right? <laughs> and it was funny, but it was also like, I felt really known by her because she's known me for years. She's watched me grow up with John. We got married as babies. We got married at 20. And um, she just knows me better. And to be recognized as that when in the past, I've really questioned whether or not I'm a seven, because I can be so serious sometimes. I think a lot of times in the places you work or um, go to school or just in certain areas of our life, we're not necessarily showing our most true selves because we're doing what we need to do for the environment. We're adapting. And so I don't think, I mean, there are aspects of a seven that a lot of my coworkers would recognize, but they probably wouldn't assume seven on me because of um, the focus that I have at work. But my family does. John recognized me as a seven right away, my husband. And uh, my, my husband's aunt, she recognized that in me. And so I think something that it, it 
it made me realize is we can't assume someone's number if we're not super close to them because you're really your true like core of who you are your your true motivations that's more so known by the people closest to you in your life your family members your um super close old friends um the people that you work with may not see that they may see behaviors that look totally different and it doesn't mean that like like as a seven I can utilize one aspect I like to say that I spent so much time in stress that I built some skills there and I think that um we can utilize different aspects of our personality also a big part of this is especially with the Enneagram there's so much variation within each type that it's really hard to pigeonhole somebody in one. Um, I, and I don't think we should. I, I think making caricatures of each of the nine types is a little um, punitive because we there's so much variation within each one. So there's the nine core types. Everyone, to some extent, is going to relate on a deeper level to one type. But there's also the wings. So that's three possibilities. You've got the wing on the right side, the wing on the left side. And then, you know, somebody may not relate to either wing and just be that core type. So that's three different types right there. And then you have the subtypes. There's three subtypes. So technically, there's 81 variations of nine types. And then, and then you have people that are different levels of health, people that, um, like, I, I'm a seven that's spent... I, I, de I developed some skills at one. <laughs> so like there are times when I look like a one or times that, you know, I've, I've learned and I've, um, learned how to meditate and I've grown as a person and I display some characteristics of five. And so, um, depending on where you're at or even your age and how you've walked through life and grown as a person, you ha may have more or less characteristics of those stress and growth path numbers. People are not simple. And, and I mean, one of the things I love most about learning about personality is you can find two people who have the same Enneagram type and the same wing and um, all the same top five strengths, which is really hard to find, but you can find it. And you can, and they have the same Myers-Briggs type and all this stuff, and you can sit them down and you can talk to them and you can find a million differences between them based on um, how they were raised, where they're from, what their culture looks like, what um, what their story is. You know, there's so much about each individual that reveals a different aspect of God's love, light, and glory that nobody else can. And personality isn't limiting that. It's giving us language to be our best selves and to grow. And if we continue to stereotype people and box them into a caricature of a type, then we're telling them that all those unique things about them doesn't th that it doesn't matter and and so I do think that as people are figuring out what their type is you know I, I talk to people a lot about you know helping them figure out what their personality type is because the Enneagram's hard it's hard to figure out where you fit and I ask lots of questions to kind of help uh, people just narrow it down and then encourage them to go and read for themselves and learn about the types because there's just a lot to it I think, you know, when you're learning about the Enneagram, if you're reading a description and you don't fit every description, it's it's so important to remember that one, like 
there's there's a lot of variation within each type. So the descriptions aren't all going to be accurate to who you are. It's also an imperfect tool. It was so many variations of it. It was created by and developed by so many different people over time that it's not um, straightforward across the board. And I don't ever want to tell someone this is who you are or this is the type that you fit in or you have to fit one because, you know, it's an imperfect tool and people are so, so unique and specific and they may not fit it. And once I know people's type, like I don't, once I know someone's type, I don't want to make all these judgments about them based off of their type. I could be making a judgment based off of a caricature that's not even them, that they don't even relate to. Their story could lead them to to present in a completely different way. And so I think it's just important in studying personality and talking to people about personality, the language that we use, the heart that we have behind it, that we don't say people, well, you have to fit into one of these types and, you know, it, it has to look like this. And if you're a one, you have to struggle with being judgmental. And if you're a three, then you have to struggle with um, bragging a lot. Or if you're a five, then you must be so introverted and not how know how to interact with people. Those are all really, really crappy judgments and things that people have used to try and create a stereotype or a caricature about personality in order to make it make sense to them and it is so hurtful and so painful and such an abuse of the tool and I just think it's so important that we approach people with love and grace and that we use this tool to learn how to do that even better instead of to be divisive and to put people down and call out things that may not even be true of them. It's so natural to try and stereotype people. And I think I, I've spent so so much time the last few years talking to people about their personality that um, there's been this tendency of people feeling like or thinking that I'm putting them in a box. And there were times that I was. Um, and and I, I remember people's personality types like their name. Like I sometimes people are shocked that, um, like I haven't seen, I met them eight months ago and I talked to them and I learned their personality type and I still remember what it is. I think that personality, it's, it's a great tool to be able to, uh, have compassion for the differences between us. And and it, it does help us with that aspect of learning how we fit in the world and how we interact with others and what that dynamic is. But we can't, we can't know people without knowing them. And it doesn't matter how much time I spend learning about personality and then um, how much that tells me about a person. I can't know their heart in, unless I get to know them. Like stereotyping people you work with in, into the Enneagram or into a personality assessment, you, you show such a different side of yourself in your workplace than you do at home. Yeah, like I just don't want to assume things about people until they've told me. Um, I can't use the Enneagram to ask people questions about themselves and, and get to know them better. And I can make informed questions, but I feel like 
I can't assume anything just because this is their type. Well, I think that's probably it for today, which is really exciting. I feel like, um, man, we've talked about some really good things, really important things. And thank you so much, friends, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, It would bless me so much if you believe in this as much as I do. If you also have had a frustration with people um, making stereotypes or stereotyping based off of personality, please share this message because I think it's an important one. Um, Share it on your social media. Follow us at Originality Podcast on Instagram or write a review on iTunes podcasts. Um, it would, we would love to hear from you and it would mean the world to us. Um, and be sure to subscribe. We're going to be coming out with some really great stuff that's coming up and I don't want you to miss it. So I just pray that God will bless you and have favor on you and give you wisdom and comfort and counsel you as you continue to grow in who God has called and created you to be, that you would know your purpose, that you would know who you are in the Lord, that you would receive his love for you just as you are and begin to reveal his love, light, and glory in exactly the unique and beautiful way that he created you to. Until next time.